Welcome to the latest podcast from Greyfriars Church in Reading. Our vision is to see Reading transformed by the love and power of Jesus. You can find out more on our website, greyfriars.org.uk. Enjoy. Right. Well, good morning. It is very exciting to be here. Thank you. Yes, lovely. Thank you. In the flesh with some of you. And um, I've got to try and find the camera. People at home as well. Hope you are still in your pyjamas because why not? I would be if I wasn't here in the flesh. Anyway, that's enough introduction. Just to say, um, I've loved seeing lots of you on Kids Online. Um, Sadly, I don't have the dog with me today. That is a bonus for me, though, because he has been licking the walls of Jerusalem and running off with the fruits of the Spirit. So none of that this morning. Right. As um, Natalie and Dan said earlier, we're starting a new summer series where we're going to look at this verse um, in Matthew. And um, I'm starting today with... My giant invitation. Let's get it. Here it is. Isn't it amazing? It's my giant invitation. Now, I'm actually going to move my table just for a bit so that we can all appreciate the giant invitation. Now, I need two people, a very strong, or one person, very strong person, to hold my giant invitation for me. And if you find you get weary, you can ask somebody to help you. Is... Do you want to hold it? Um, no, I'm actually, sorry, I'm looking behind you. Jacob, do you want to come home my giant invitation? You can bring mum or dad with you if you want as well. They are allowed. Lovely. Excellent. Brilliant. Okay. Lovely. Are you feeling strong today? Yes. Brilliant. Right, so if you... Stand behind it. There we go. And hold it that way. Now, don't get tired. If you get tired, put it down or get mum to help you. Okay? Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. I won't leave you there too long. In fact, why don't you put it down on the floor for a bit and hold the top? There we go. That's better. Lovely. Okay. So, the first thing we need to do is look at who the um, invitation is for. I don't know if you've ever had something pop through the post and it's really exciting. You rip it open, it's not actually for you. It's important to check who it's for. So let's have a look. It is for all you who are weary and heavy burdened. Who feels weary and heavy burdened? Oh, it's just me. (laughs) I've actually just been on holiday, but has anyone ever packed to go on holiday? It's exhausting. You just don't want to go by the time you finish packing. And then when you get back, how much washing is there to do? How many clothes can people wear on holiday? Oh, exhausting. Anyway, back to work for a break, I think. So, the phrase heavy burdened made me think of the game Buckaroo. Let me go and get that. Are you all right there? Yeah, you will say, won't you? Right. Buckaroo. Who likes buckaroo? Good. A few people like buckaroo. Now, the thing is, if you are watching at home and you have buckaroo, you can play 
brilliant. Have you got buckaroo at home? No, all right. Okay, so for those of you that don't know about buckaroo, you have got um, a mule. It looks horribly like my dog, actually. And there we go. It's a bit high here. And, um, oh no, I haven't put the saddle on. I was supposed to do that, because that's the trickiest bit. If it all pops off now, that doesn't count. So the idea is, is that you take it in turns to pile things on the mule. And as it gets more heavily, heavily burdened, tenuous link, it starts to strain and then eventually it kicks it all off. Okay, so we're going to play that. But as we load each item on, we're going to think of things that make us feel weary and heavy burdened. So, does anybody want to come and put something on the mule? I think we'll start with somebody a bit older because this is quite tricky to put on. Would anybody like to come and put the saddle on? Don't be shy, please. I did used to be a teacher, so I can pick people <laughs> without feeling embarrassed. No? Don't be shy. Yes, thank you, Phil Bates. Thank you. Didn't prime him before. Now, Phil, don't feel under pressure. But if it all kicks off now, it's a bit embarrassing. Okay. No, no. Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> yes. <sighs> okay, so that could be... Well done, Phil. Very good. Um, what could that be? That could be... That could be lockdown, couldn't it? Because that made everybody feel weary and heavy burdened, and particularly if you had to do homeschooling. Okay, let's have something else. Right, any age, who wants to come and put the next thing on? We'll call this one Money Worries. Does anybody want to come and put this on? Do you want to come and put it on? Oh, sorry, I was looking at the, the person behind you, but do you want to put one on as well? No? Yes, do you want to come? I'm, I need to sort of have better eyes, don't I, that... Are you going to come put this on for me? Are you? Have you got buckaroo at home? Right, now just put it anywhere on the donkey. Can you reach? Do you need Dad to pick you up? Put it on one of the hooks. Oh, you're going to put it up there. I'm going to let you do that. Well done. Very good. All right. Okay, what could be next? We could have... Oh, where's my list? Where's my list of weary, heavy burdens? Did I say money worries? Oh. <laughs> Let's have work demands, work demands. Do, do you want to come and, and put one on? You don't have to. No. Anybody else want to? John! Yes, that was a... It's like um, an auction. If anyone moves anything, I'll take that as a... Thank you. Yes. Now, no pressure, John, but my talk is a bit longer than this. Yeah. Do you want to put one on since you're standing here? Okay, right. I'll, I'll hold the envelope in a minute. This one could be, this could be illness. That makes us feel weary. There we go. Can you reach or do you need someone to, you're all right. Oh, well done. Thank you. All right. Okay, let's have, um, let's have the spade next. This could be, sorry, I'm making a right meal of this. 
This could be disappointment. That's a big one, isn't it? Right, who's going to come and put disappointment on? Oh, Natalie is. Thank you. Oh, this is what you think. Is it actually going to work? So I'm going to run out of things in a minute. Right, worries. Who's going to put worries on? Yes, thank you, Hannah at the back. Good. Thank you. I hope it does work. It's not glued down. Ooh, well done. All right. And let's have... Um, okay, let's have one we make a real mess of our own lives. Sort of sin, you know, that sort of thing. Yes, thank you, Pauline. This is only the first bit of my talk. There's loads more to go, so... Thank you, Pauline. Anywhere? Oh. Okay. Right, I'm starting to panic now. I need someone rich. <laughs> I need someone that might have to help my example. Yeah. Do it heavily. Yes. Well done. Thank you. And eventually, the mules had enough and it all gets kicked off. Now, I think the thing is, the point of that is, is that we all feel weary and heavy burdened, don't we? Because we're all in this process called life together. And it's all the things that occur in life that can make us feel weary and heavy burdened. So this invitation is actually for all of us. Jesus is inviting all of us. So let's have a look at what the actual invitation says. <gasps> Should we turn it around and open it? Okay. We have to turn it around so that they can see. Okay. Right. Oh, it's got a lovely seal on it. We'll look at that in a bit more detail later. Do you want to open the envelope flap? Lovely. Should we take out the invitation? Do you want to take it out? What fantastic assistant. Oh, thank you. All right, thank you very much. What a wonderful job. Okay. So, this is our lovely glittery invitation. So exciting. Let's have a look and see what we're being invited to. So we know who it's to, all you who are weary and heavy burdened, that's us. You are invited to come to me and I will give you rest. That's a slightly strange invitation, isn't it? It's not like a wedding or a birthday or a day out. What does Jesus mean by that? Now, actually, I'm not going to say too much because John's going to tell us what it means next week. John looks surprised. <laughs> but I think the message version is really helpful. What it says in the message is, come to me, get away with me, and you will recover your life. I'll show you how to take real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I love that invitation from Jesus to walk with him 
and to learn the unforced rhythms of grace. So, back to the invitation. We now need to look at who the invitation is from. I don't know about you, but if my kids get invitations, I immediately turn into a really annoying, naggy mum. Who are they? Where do they live? How do you know them? Where are you going? How are you getting there? How long will you be? What will you be doing? And when will you be coming back? So, let's have a look. It says from Jesus, and look, we've even got an amazing seal here with a J in. There we go. But the verse from Hebrews that Jasmine read to us has a bit more information. Sorry, my hair's stuck in my... There we are. A bit more information about Jesus. Can't find my notes. Oh, here we go. We do not have a priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses. We have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, but was without sin. So I've got a picture, hopefully, of a high priest. Now, in the Old Testament, they had a high priest, and the high priest's job was to go into the temple, into the Holy of Holies, and there's some incense. And they were the only person allowed in God's presence. So they took all the people's troubles and difficulties before God. But today, Jesus is our high priest. And he's the best high priest, the perfect high priest, because he's God's son. He's actually in heaven with God. And we can go straight to Jesus with our thoughts and worries and troubles and all the times we mess up and get it wrong. Jesus knew what it is like to be hungry, thirsty, and tired. Jesus knew what it's like to be mocked and betrayed by friends. Jesus knew the physical suffering of his trial and crucifixion. So not only is Jesus able to sympathize and understand with each and every one of our difficulties or trials or temptations... Because he was without sin, it's like he fought those battles and he won. He's been through them and he's overcome them. He's the perfect person to walk alongside us through our lives. Now, I challenged myself to think of um, a sporting analogy, an Olympic analogy to be sort of slightly um, topical. And um, so I asked my husband, who was like the runner of the Olympics, and he came up with somebody that I'd never heard of, and I can't even remember the name. I thought I wrote it down somewhere. Was it Shelley Ann something something? Thank you. Okay, so for those of you that understand the Olympics and things, brilliant. I thought Usain Bolt. Imagine if you are running a race and you're flagging. You're beginning to give up. You don't think you can make it. It's tougher than you thought. What would be more amazing than if somebody like Usain Bolt actually ran up beside you on the track 
and offer to run with you or even support you and talk you through it and encourage you. Wouldn't that be absolutely amazing? And that is exactly what Jesus is inviting us to do, to allow him to do that with us. The verse in Hebrews goes on to say, let us then, because of this, approach the throne of grace with confidence so we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Now, I'm going to go a little off-piste here. It's quite interesting. Um, another picture, please. Yes, okay, this is a bit weird. And I'm disappointed Julian isn't here because I was going to look at him meaningfully. Apparently, according to my commentary on Hebrews, the Greek word used for help here is a technical nautical term. And it's exactly the same Greek word for help used in Acts when Paul's having a shipwreck and the sailors help him by wrapping cables around the shipwrecked ship. So the picture here is like, imagine that your life can sometimes feel like a shipwreck. I know mine can. It feels like it's struggling a bit in the sea and it's all about to fall apart. And we can come straight to Jesus and he will wrap, this is getting a bit tenuous, my image, but he'll wrap his cords of love and help around us to keep our slightly broken ship together. Now finally, and then I promise I will stop, there is one more detail we need to look at. It's at the bottom here. It is the RSVP. RSVP. Who actually knows what that means? Great. Yes. Somebody there at the back in a, in a mask. What does it mean? Sorry, in a mask. <laughs> yes. Yes, brilliant. It's French for respondez, s'il vous plaît, which means reply, please. I like that. Be, be a bit rude if we just put reply, please, at the bottom. But, you know, when you get an invitation, you do normally need to say yes or no. But this is an invitation from Jesus. It's not a command. He's not going to force us. We had a different sort of invitation through the post this week. It was one from the police. It invited one of us in our household, who shall remain nameless, on a driving course. <laughs> and um, that's the sort of invitation you have to respond yes to. <laughs> this, on the other hand, is a completely free invitation. Jesus does not want to force you to know him. He is not going to force you to walk with him. It is your free choice. It's our free choice. And this reminds me of another verse in the Bible that's in Revelation that talks about Jesus knocking at the door of our hearts. So um, I think it's by Holman Hunt. Yes, good, I'd be getting this if it wasn't. And I think it's in St. Paul's Cathedral. And I went to have a look at it one day, as you do, and the whole area was cordoned off. So I had to sort of climb over chairs and hold on to pillars and have a good look. But it's in there and it's worth looking at. Anyway, the point is, it's a picture of Jesus standing at the door of our hearts and knocking. This is what the verse says. And this was the verse that... 
brought me to ask Jesus to come and live in my heart quite simply as a child. Here I am, that's Jesus, standing at the door of your heart and knocking. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and eat with you and you with me. That means do life together. So I'm going to finish now, but I want you to think today about your invitation from Jesus to walk life together with him. Imagine he's knocking on the door of your heart. How are you going to respond? Are you going to say yes and invite him in? Or maybe you have already accepted Jesus' invitation. You have opened your life to him. He is doing life with you. But you have been so worn down by life that you want to come to Jesus again and learn again the unforced rhythms of grace. So let's come now to him with confidence. Amen.